this is Tracy Harrell. And what I am loving about today is the celebration continues. As you can see, we're all partied up. <laughs> and this is Bigger Than Me. And what Bigger Than Me is all about is, again, my name is Tracy Harrell, and I am a coach. I'm also an author, an internationally best-selling author, and a consultant. And my mission on this planet is helping others to live their best life. What's super exciting about today is I get to bring together a number of topics. I feel like sometimes, you know, when I my brain goes a million miles a minute, and um, oftentimes I'm thinking about things that connect, and other people may or may not connect those things. But I am about to become a certified success coach. And what's really exciting is this is success. Success Magazine, which is over about 135 years old, um, Nathan, you have an image for us, the image of the wheel. And what I love about this is when I say, and I've, been, I've done this show for Hubbard. Let me see what I look like right here. So I've done this show with Hubbard for about, uh, I did it for three years. And then we just started back in November. And what was super exciting is this work is about helping you to live your best life. But it's also helping me. It's an accountability for me as well. So as a success coach, the work that I'm doing right now is I'm helping individuals, organizations, to focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's one phase of our Bigger Than Me work. We're also, we also have a phase of this work called Bigger Than Me, Your Destiny. So it's about helping you to live your destiny, whatever that is, to live it out. Not just talk about it, but be about it. Uh, what's also exciting is this concept of living free, you know, being your healthiest self, living your best life, as it relates to improved wellness, is another segment of the show. And then our Final segment today is going to be Bigger Than Me with AOE. We have a member of AOE right here with us today. She's going to join us for part of the conversation. She's going to lean in as she feels comfortable, not related to AOE in general, but she's just like an amazing woman, right, who is doing work to improve her community as well. So this show is all about empowerment. It's about living our best lives, and, and, and today we got tons and tons of tons of information. We will have some guests joining us online, including some of my most favorites, but what I wanted to start with is this idea of, I mentioned that I'm an internationally best-selling author, so I've contributed to three books. Nathan, do you have the wheel ready to be shown? So uh, I'm going to have you show the other one, the, 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 the one that's actually the full image, the round circle, the success wheel. You don't have that one? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So this image right here is of the success wheel. And so when you think about living your best life, the Success Wheel Model by The Success Magazine. Do you have anything like this that looks like this? Nope. So can you show it on this thing right here? Let's see. So this is a beautiful flower. You can't really read the details, so I'll tell you all about it. So basically, you start here with these eight areas, excuse me, five areas of your life. First, focusing on purpose. Second, wellness. Third, relationships fourth social, and fifth is business. So when I think about living your best life, we all think about that there's multiple things that you can do to live your best life. They start with purpose, so your spirituality, your growth, and your learning. We all think that kind of work is important. But how much time and where do you think you are on a scale of 1 to 10 for each of those things? That's what this is about. The second area is wellness. Well, I have 100 pounds to lose. I couldn't quite hold myself, <laughs> right? And being a coach means you have to hold yourself accountable to doing work in all areas of your life. So I'm focused on the health and the wellness. Also, fun and recreation falls in that wellness space. Then it's about relationships is the, the next pedal 
this this pink color. Uh, and it's about love and then family and friends. And so I'm also doing some work there as well. So once I decided that I was going to be a success coach, and once um, I was accepted into that illustrious community of coaches that are part of the Success Magazine, what I realized is, and what they say is, you have to be as accountable to yourself as you are when you hold other people accountable. And so I'm really good at holding other people accountable. I'm really, really good at that. I'm good at holding myself accountable, too, when it's easy for me. So when it comes to being courageous and doing this work as it relates to equity and inclusion, it's hard work. But I've kind of cracked the nut. Like, I have answers that can help individuals and organizations to do that work really well. So to be resilient, to, be, to, to, to truly drive change that's sustainable. And so right now what I'm doing on this show is I'm going to compare this idea of saying, Not only can you be your best self, not only can your organization truly create an inclusive culture, but guess what? In every area of your life, it's the same success strategy. So this model that we talk about, this this is a success model, a success wheel. But I've actually created a a, a consolidated, it's called Bigger Than Me, because I've consolidated information from a number of different sources. And so today we're going to talk about a few of them. So if you can believe that and we've actually talked about this on every show, this concept of dreams and beliefs and, and, and being intentional. So these are new concepts, setting goals and being clear and all the things that we've been talking about. So today we're going to use this show as the foundation for the next series of books that I'm pulling together. So it's going to be Fast and Furious, so hold on to your, your, your um, bonnet, uh, and we're about to take you on a journey. So again, we're going to talk about a few of these things: purpose, wellness, relationships. Can I can I put my business out in the streets? You can. Okay. So here's the deal: when, because I'm becoming a certified coach with success, I have to do things that are wacky, like weigh in live on the show. The last time I weighed in was a few weeks ago. I'm up. <laughs> the number is higher than it was. Life like, happens. She's so comforting. It's good to have Nathan. Do you remember what the number was? Did you happen to remember? It was pretty. It was up there. It was crazy to say the first time. It was two ninety four point five. Or did you write it down? Do you remember? Well, you can always just go back a couple of weeks ago on the show and look at the archives and kind of skip towards maybe about two thirds of the way in. We did that way <laughs> let in. Me, let me just say it was it was two ninety four point six or something like that. It was close to two ninety five. So we'll just go with that number. And today we're gonna weigh in again. And and when I waited at home. It was 302, 303. It actually went over. Uh, I think being... you forgot to set your scale back 15 right. pounds for Thanksgiving. Oh, is, that, is that a thing? Thank <laughs> exactly. you very much. I, I actually had a tuna fish sandwich for Thanksgiving and a, and a bowl of Captain Crunch. Yeah, so I, I, didn't, I didn't do a whole lot. And let me tell you why. I am going to put it out there into the streets. So as it relates to relationships, I've been in a relationship for the last 14 years, and it's coming to an end. Hey, honey. <laughs> Lovingly coming to an end because I have to hold myself accountable for that, too. There's so many things. And this is the most amazing dude in the world. I'm going to actually bring him on the show at some point and do like a, a matchmaking for him because some woman is going to be so happy with him. He's so wonderful. But what I realize is there are things that I want. We're different in so many ways. We're like a 90-10 is what we used to call ourselves. 90% great. 10%, you know, things that we need to improve. But now he's traveling. He's in South Africa. He's not vaccinated. I don't know exactly where he is. And that's just shenanigans. Mm. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've had this conversation for years, so I just got to put it out there to the universe. So what I decided is I can't hold myself accountable as a coach. I know exactly what I would tell someone who said, oh, by the way, um, I don't know exactly where my man is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It would be hilarious. He's keeping it real. It would be hilarious. I would know exactly what I would tell them. But then we kind of talk ourselves out of this thing and that other thing and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. So that's called not being accountable. Just saying. That's called not holding yourself fully accountable to what you know you want and what you need. Again, this one, this individual is loving, wonderful, and amazing. So um, we'll keep moving. But that's one of the, and then social. Environment and community. The other area where I thrive is helping people in their community. That's what um, AOE does. They're focused on their community as well. That's why I brought them in, and we're still learning about who we are and what we need to do. But what we do know is we know that, that they want to empower voices that have not been heard. That's a key part of the work that I do as well. And then the last aspect is business. The last aspect of this life model, when you're trying to do an assessment of where you are with all these areas, spirituality, growth and learning, health and wellness, fun and recreation, all the things. Business is the next area, and it's about work. Do you love what you do? And are you making money at it? So I love what I do, and I'm starting to make money at it, which is super exciting. So if you need a coach, consultant, and anything related to, to, to um, D&I or wellness, not, not being fat because I haven't figured that one out yet, mm-hmm. but uh spiritual wellness we'll go with that one we'll go journey. With the journey of life it is it is absolutely a journey i'm excited about the journey i've read like a thousand books related to just life and living your best life and so what i'm super excited about is really being able to and let me know if anyone joins the stream yard Jer- oh dr jerry's on yay hey hey Trace. oh i don't have my headphones on that might be helpful hey dr tart Hey there, Tracy. How are you? I've been listening to you. Have you? <laughs> Just yeah, going at it. Just going at you. it. You hear what I said about your friend, Ken? I mean, yes, the unnamed the unnamed love of my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what do you think about that? Full disclosure. Like like one of the ladies who's going to be joining us today, I think, her name is, oh my God, I didn't afford her the, 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 did I afford? Yes, maybe I did. I don't know if I did or not. Ooh, yikes. Um, Dr. Wynn was thinking about joining us today. Let me make sure I actually sent it to her so that she can. Um, but she's a relationship coach. Not that I need any coaching. <laughs> I'm very clear what my needs are and where there may be some challenges. Dr. Tart, if someone was wondering in their relationship if it was time, and we're going to think about every area of our life, we're just going to talk about relationships real quick. But what would you say to someone, introduce yourself and tell us, what would you say to someone if they were wondering if it was time for them to um, make some changes in their relationship? Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Jerry Tart, Dr. Tart here in uh, Orlando, Florida, and I have known Tracy for a while, and I think that she's a very lovely lady and quite transparent she has been uh, today. Um, I'm a psychotherapist, and I've been in private practice for more than um, 23 years now. I've been in the field of uh, therapy or uh, counseling for more than 40, so it's been a minute. But to answer your question, uh, Tracy, one of the things um, that I'm certain that I would ask is, what do you want? And we can talk about that until, as you said, all day long. Um, but the the implementation of making it come to fruition becomes the issue. And then we have to talk about the reasons um, why the investment has shifted. Because 
our old behaviors mm -hmm. speak to those things that we are most comfortable uh, having in our lives. So mm -hmm. if, um, just as you said, you've been in this relationship for 14 years. So it's important to think about the purposes that it has served for you. Oh, yes. And if those have changed, and generally that's what happens right. when we are ready to do something different, the uh, emotional investment is different. And as a result of that difference, then we, we see if I can use the term, we see the potholes maybe that's in it, mm -hmm. or we see those things that we really need to address that that's requiring the kind of assistance that it, it needs. You know, we could be, you know, take it out of the, out of the realm of a relationship mm -hmm. uh, with the person and just think about it as, I mean, you know, whether it's your, your job, your, uh, your vehicle, your home, your whatever, whatever the need is that has now changed or the circumstance that has changed and the need isn't as it has been once before. It's like, what can I, what am I willing to do different? And that's, that's part of the issue, your willingness and the intentionality. Mm. So what's my intention? And if my, if it's my intention and to your point, it seems as if that has changed in your life now that you are a coach, um, that level a certified of certified coach. I've always considered myself a, coach. a coach. A certified life coach, right? Did I hear you correctly? It's it's with through Success Magazine, so it's going to include business and life and all kinds of other yeah, areas of things. engagement. Uh, yes, I I'm excited yeah. to 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 be holding myself more accountable. So that is exciting. right, and in in doing that, it's like okay, if I'm I'm now being in this position of a a certified an individual who's coming with tried and true uh, technology or research to to give to. The world, as it were, right. or, or to be uh, in that position of uh, of a um, of a coach and, yeah. and a consultant and someone who brings authenticity and um, you know the the reality of life, as it were, to this this particular place, this space. So, right. how then do I make this come to fruition for not only me but for the rest of the world? Right. So that's one of the reasons that I'm saying that once we recognize the obstacles, once we recognize our own personal willingness to change something. And then once we recognize, am I account, am, not only am I accountable, am I intentional? Mm -hmm. And my intentionality looks like this. So whatever it is that you're giving the others, you're employing it yourself so that you can show you as you know, that, you know, the adage, uh, Tracy, be yes. the change that you want be, to see. Mm -hmm. right? so yes. There you go. And as be, you're doing that, then others are seeing that, okay, you are really true to your words. So to stand, you know, today in front of God and everybody and say, this is what I've done. This is what my weight is. This is what I've done in my real life. These are the changes that I'm truly making. And then to talk about the, the emotionality of it, uh, Tracy, right. this isn't, this isn't, this isn't easy. This isn't easy. This isn't something that just happened overnight. Right. This is, these are things that you're recognizing that really requires something different and you're willing to step into that space and you're doing it. So that, um, as I said before, the willingness to show that you are uh, you, that you are accountable because you are exercising it. You're literally showing to the world, this is what it looks like, holding up your hand and being transparent. Thank you for saying that, Dr. Char. I, and I, I, what I love most about what this experience is, a lot of times people will, you know, lose weight or they will, you know, accomplish some goal. And then they tell you about it after they've done it. And then you mm -hmm. miss the juicy fun part when it was like not easy and as you're stumbling along the way one of the things that i saw in this book here i'm going to go back to the success book when they talked mm -hmm. about um a coaching 
they talk about what is a coach. And then one of the things that they said very early in the book is, which was actually pretty funny, and I think it was Brene Brown who also, when she talks about stories that we own, you know, we Mm -hmm. get to write the ending. And stories Mm -hmm. that we don't own, own us. Well, this is my story. And I'm really excited about writing the ending, but helping other people on a similar journey. So whether it is that you wanted to complete that PhD or that master's degree, or you wanted to complete your GED even, right? You wanted to be Mm -hmm. a better parent. You wanted to start a business. You wanted to be a better husband or a better wife. We all have dreams. And Bigger Than Me is about helping people to live their dream. It's about me Mm -hmm. being as as transparent and um, accountable as I possibly can, but also being willing to show a level of courage that says, you know what? This is where I'm at. And where are you? Like asking people to also step into their own truth, into their mm. own courage. And so when I looked Absolutely. at, you like that? Yeah. So Dr. Todd, when I looked at the uh, the coaching, this is the success part of the documentation that you get when you become a certified success coach with Success Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, it says awareness is obviously the first step to transformation. So we always talk about awareness, mm-hmm. you know, action and helping people to get to a new level of awareness, action and accountability. So awareness is one thing. Knowing a thing is not the same as doing a thing. So that is clear. What I also love was the second line. It says, no plan completely survives first contact with the battle. <laughs> no plan no plan completely survives first contact with the battle. So my first weigh-in, it was like, that's nice. I'm, I'm excited to do this. And then I decided I also needed to make this major transformation in my love life. That this friend mm-hmm. of mine is still my best friend, but I, I you know need a different level of engagement (laughs) when it comes to a different level of transparency when it comes to the love relationship and a conversation we've been having for quite a while. So a pretty easy, uh, yet, you know, difficult. Difficult. (laughs) There you go. Easy, yet difficult. You know, you're saying I'm wanting, it's time. It's absolutely time. The uh, certification, uh, I can see how it would have brought some things to bear. But then, and and looking at the fullness of it, and and the things that you're going to be touching in other people's lives, if you're going to be true to yourself, I mean, you know, and transparent, then you've got to say, how does this impact me? How does it impact who I am? So going there, and it's like, oh wow, I knew that, but then I didn't want to say that, or I knew that, but I didn't really want to do that because it's not necessarily easy. And no, it isn't. It is. It's it's easy to say. It's easy. It's even easy to want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that simply because that's the case that it's going to be easy to implement. And mm. that's that becomes our major, I think, our major struggle more often than not, yeah. because we are so as humans, we're so inclined to look across the way and see whatever is over there and say, yeah, I'm going to get that. But when you get to the bridge that crosses that it could be scary. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be, I don't know if I can go that high or I don't know if I can do that or if I don't, I don't know. And then, we, and then we begin to compromise. Mm-hmm. We begin to, you know, call it something else. Mm. And if we can't call it what it really is, then what's the point? You know, because we can continue to, we can continue to, um, I'm going to say, uh, uh, you know, give ourselves falsehoods. And, and and say that it's it's before some other reason or whatever. And we make excuses and we don't go any further than that. But the reality is that it's 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 our challenge. You know, the scripture tells us in, in Jeremiah 29, I think, the eleventh verse, I know what I've planned for you. So if God has already said, I know what I've planned for you now, the battle is already won. <laughs> so you gotta go across there and, and get it. 
But if you don't want to get it, well, it's just it's just left over there on the other side. You know, so we have to wreck. That's the other part, Trace, is what do you believe in? Right. Because the faith behind it is going to be the energy. We talk about that uh, one song, you're the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> yes. Well, the faith of, of the, our faith, that thing that we focus on and that we hold fast to, that is more than life itself. That's the wind beneath our wings. So if we aren't willing to, you know, exercise that, test it as it were. Mm-hmm. then we can we find ourselves staying in the same place. I, I love that. And, and what you just described, the reason I thought, you know what, I have to connect these things. And, and it's been difficult because I know a lot, uh, many mm-hmm. individuals aren't going to be able to make the connection between the work that I do from a diversity, equity, and inclusion perspective and weight loss. But it's basically mm-hmm. the same struggle. Right. Mm. It's a system. It's yeah. a habit. It is a conditioning. It is our beliefs. It is about changing your behavior, but first changing your beliefs. So it's all connected. And so I really mm-hmm. wanted to be even more, even more empathetic to the groups that I'm working with right now. And I, right now I've decided I'm a very I'm, I'm maintaining a very niche community of individuals that I'm helping. I'm not bringing people from a level of no awareness to awareness. I'm helping people that have some level of awareness in the area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. They have some level of engagement, and they want to get to the next level quickly. They're fully committed, right? And we're going to help them to get there faster. So so that's another mm-hmm. thing. So it's, if you want to get there faster, that I can help you with. And I don't even have to think twice about it. I've done all the research, mm-hmm. and I like when you reference spiritual elements mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter where your brain is. Some people need the research and the, the mm-hmm. facts and Absolutely. I have all of that, too. <laughs> like, this is very research-based. So whatever you need, we have it because the solution is comprehensive. It's holistic. It has to be. It has to connect with every aspect of your brain. And there's a little something here for everyone, depending on what change you want to be. And if you're living a life where there's nothing you want to improve, I have to question, are you fully living your life? Right, yeah. Dr. Turner? Yeah. I mean, this wheel right, right. covered everything. Mm-hmm. No one's mm-hmm. at a 10 out of 10 in every area of your life. Right. If right. you're being honest. If we're being honest. Absolutely. And, you know, Trace, here's the other other uh, uh, reality is that you may have gotten to be a 10. You may have been in a 10 in, in a number of places in your life, but that doesn't mean that you're going to stay there because life doesn't work like that. It's just like the ebb and flow of the ocean. You know, the wave doesn't come in and just stand still. <laughs> you know, it, it picks up stuff and takes it back out again. And then another one comes in again. And that, You know, so, yeah, that's right. You may be in some place in your life and it may be a comfortable place. It may be the thing that you were striving for. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a 10. Maslow says that a 10 is self-actualization. Yeah. My conception is that we self-actualize as we go from one point of life to another. And it's to our betterment. You know, yeah. it, it helps us through uh, circum- certain circumstances in our lives. It it gives us what we are looking for and, and what we've been longing for. Mm. So that may be a seven. It may be an eight. You know, that may be as good as it gets, because for you, that's something that you never dreamed that you could ever accomplish. So that may be your 10. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's 10 could look different from that. Right. We do have different gifts and talents. And so that's so, yeah, from that perspective, as we compare where we are to where we want to be, then that helps us to make that determination in terms of where we're going. I love that. I love that. I love that so much. So thank you for that. The other thing I was going to go down this list. So if you're, if you're a human being and you're living a life and I love Maslow's basic hierarchy of needs, right? You got those fundamental things kind of locked and then you want to 
become better in any of these multiple areas, whether it's your family or your business or whatever those those areas are. And so this list also says that authenticity and candor are essential for change. Yes. And then it mentions being fully present in the moment. Now, this idea of authenticity, mm-hmm. that's the fat girl who's getting on the scale. And I say fat not in a bad way because, I mean, when, you, when you're at 300 pounds, let's give it a name. Let's call it what it is, Dr. Tart. Whoa, somebody. <laughs> I still think I'm gorgeous. I'm absolutely beautiful. But when you get to a number like that, let's just be clear. You know, you have people say, well, you big boned, (laughs) Dr. Tart. You're tall. I'm not 12 feet tall. So I only wait for that math to work. Right. So being authentic and being having candor and being honest with yourself is really, really important. And so when I think about, again, I'm combining work and I'm combining Mm -hmm. objectives and combining goals. So anything, whatever that thing is, if we could just pause and be honest where we are in the moment. And then the thing, the work that I do when I do this work for equity and inclusion, when I help people and I consult and coach with equity and inclusion, it's not even just what you think. Because what you think really is only half of the question. How Mm -hmm. are people experiencing you? What experience are people having in your organization is equally Mm -hmm. as important. So this concept of being of authenticity and candor being essential for change. It's not just what we need for you to produce. You need to be able to accept that from others. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts about that, Dr. Char, that openness? Yes. Yes. The, yes. the brutal honesty, lovingly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I lead with love in all of this work, right? Mm-hmm. Leading with you know, love. Absolutely. There's this book that I really, I mean, I really, I really enjoy reading and I really enjoy referring it, uh, referring my clients to the particular book. It's by um, Gerald Jampolsky. And, and it's called Love is Letting Go of Fear. Mm. And that's his point of reference, uh, Tracy, in that his contention is that we come from this place of abundance and that place is love. And one of the reasons that I really like that is because God's word says that He, come, he came, Christ came to give us life and to give it more abundantly. And God is love. So Maslow just put it in our terms or whatever, but the scripture has, had already said that. But I, I really do believe that if we can believe that, and 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 Tracy, you know, here's another thing: we have to ask ourselves, well, then what does love look like? Because when you say I'm coming from this place of love, for some that that word may be very fearful for them, or mm-hmm. or very um, they could be um, what's the word? Uh, not 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 familiar because that wasn't their frame of reference, mm-hmm. as it were. Hence, they wouldn't or couldn't or don't believe that they believe in love. So it could look different for them than it would look for you or me or whomever. You know what I'm saying? I do. I so do. coming from that place of abundance, which is love, then it's, it's and, and, and stepping into that trace, stepping into that position as that coach, then you're going to go there. And that's that's question so that you can augment your stuff to help them understand their stuff. Yes. How can I? Yes. I, I love that. And the, the, the other thing that, and it's interesting that you say love, Dr. Tart. So I want to see you again. But this is a book that I actually have. I guess I could probably put it like this. Courage. Yeah. yeah. The, the, a a course, course in Weight Loss, loss by yes, Mary. Yes. Have you seen that one? By uh, no, Marianne Williams. I that online yesterday, girl. Oh, really? I got that one. <laughs> yes. You got this too? Okay. Miss Karen says she has this too. So what, and she talks about love as well. So if you think about food, you know, any type of addiction, this is specifically a course in weight loss. But she talks about, um, you know, that we are. Uh, we need to also embrace love, loving ourselves more. And I, you know, 
have, have started learning a lot. I've listened to it twice on Audible, and now I'm listening Ooh. to it to do it. So there's okay. 21 spiritual lessons um, for surrendering your weight forever. And I love the concept mm. of surrender. And yeah. so part of the work that I'm doing in my life is just surrendering in general, right? Like surrendering mm -hmm. to the outcome. Deepak Chopra has one of my other favorite books. It's called yeah. The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. And one of his laws is detaching from the outcome. So I'm going to make sure in the work that I'm doing with individuals, I'm going to make sure that there is clarity, which is why I'm so anxious to get two other books out, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that there's no, no confusion regarding the roadmap of what success looks like. If, if anyone else joins mm -hmm. the stream yard, uh, Nathan, let me know. Um, and Stephanie, if you're listening, we actually emailed you the link. Um, Dr. Stephanie Wynn is a relationship coach, but she also mm -hmm. uh, focuses on empowerment and self-actualization and, and kind of looking within yourself. So we were going to bring her into the conversation also. But this, this book called A Course in Weight Loss is very interesting. It's a New York Times bestseller. Um, and Miriam Williamson talks about basically, you know, the journey. I actually pulled it down this page because she said, Spiritual growth is fascinating. It's a fascinating process when you allow it to be. It's an inner journey from one insight to another in which helpful realizations fall into place as you are ready to receive them. Mm -hmm. And then she went on to say, twisted thoughts become untwisted once you see them for what they are. Your journey mm -hmm. from blindness to spiritual vision precedes your journey from what might be a dysfunctional eating to a healthy and wholesome relationship to food. So she's talking about a different relationship. She goes on to talk about beliefs and this little line she talks about is realizing that we have some, uh, a lie when we think that food, yummy food, food that we used to think was yummy in some way could comfort us, you know, emotionally. I know that's mm -hmm. the thing where I typically, I work really hard. And so I mentioned this to someone previously, like I used to think that you know, because I used to have to eat food I didn't like. I say I eat um, to reward myself. And I do great things and I help so many people. It's kind of like been my reward. So I call my, my fat rolls my success sacks. So I used to think when I was little, you know, when I, when I grow up, I'm going to be able to eat whatever I want whenever I want because I used to have to eat food I didn't like. And so success was, oh, no, that's not going to be me when I grow up, right? Did I, did I show you little Tracy? Have you seen, you remember first grade Tracy? This is first grade Tracy. She's so cute. Oh, she is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Look at her when she has her. Uh, she she's missing oh. her two front teeth. Can you see that? <laughs> oh, I can see. I can, can see first see grade Tracy. <laughs> I can still see her in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. So first, so first grade Tracy uh, used to have to eat food she didn't like, and she was a happy kid, but. I used to think, my belief was when I grow up, I can eat whatever I want whenever I want. So when I celebrate, when I'm exhausted, when I'm giving and whatever, I, you know, enjoy, that's kind of been a thing. So now what I've had to do is to change my belief. So if there's anyone else who might be thinking about what your younger self needs, sometimes she needs a little love. So I'm focusing mm -hmm. on loving up on little first grade Tracy. You like that? <laughs> First yes. grade Tracy sometimes still needs a little love, a little reassurance that it's okay, everything is going to be okay, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I think about this inclusion work, I've sacrificed everything. Like every dollar that I have has been poured into this work because I feel like 
I have to fight for this little girl and every other little girl in this country. I can't fix police brutality, but I can work on the experiences that people have in business and corporate America. So that's really why this is so important to me. So I, I love upon first grade Tracy every time I do the work and think about helping people in the area of equity and inclusion. And so same thing if I'm thinking about helping you with your weight loss or your relationship. Most things are so easy to me, like in my head. But mm-hmm. I'm excited that this one isn't because I haven't had to work, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hard on the things, some of the things. I mean, I've done a lot of research, but it's like it comes easily to me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, right? Some things come easily. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to weight loss. It ain't coming easily, Dr. Tart. While she, while I, um, <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not coming if easily. Listen, if you listen to some, excuse me, some of the things that you just said, yes. um, some of the the reasons that it may be a little bit difficult is because you've named it something else that's that's like you know one of the things that we just said and you've become familiar those 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 names that you've given or those things that you've called it they're familiar in your life and we long for for familiarity yeah. we long for familiarity and oh you, you you're I, doing the way in now? i am i just figured we okay. might as well just go ahead and get it out of the way okay okay <clears throat> excuse me and you know your weight. You should weigh about the same day, same time every day, so that you can get about the same number. Well, <laughs> let me just say, I'm gonna put this up here as fast as I can. Can you get to it, Nathan? Can you see? Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't say. What did it say, witness? Three hundred point one, something like that. Okay. I took a picture of another. It was over three hundred pounds. Point two, point four, three hundred and one, three hundred and four. I've gotten five different numbers today. And let me just say, none of them were on my... On your plus side? They were all on the plus side. They were all on the plus side. None of them were going in the right direction. I can tell you that right now. Weighing yourself after Thanksgiving weekend. That's uh, Again, it doesn't count. See, these are the excuses that people give. It counts. It counts. But keep in mind what you... This is not a normal time of year for you. Just for everybody. I mean, who celebrates that that day. And then in addition to everything else that you've been talking about. So, Mm -hmm. and the, and the, and the way you say that you compensate and you, I do. So those things in mind, we got this number. Now we move forward. Now we move forward from here. I I can agree with you. I I, I called my mom and I was like, um, she asked for Thanksgiving. She was describing all this wonderful stuff she ate. And I was like, Oh, I just had a tuna, I had a tuna fish sandwich. And then I said, I ordered some cereal from, Amazon, she said, cereal. I said, yep, you know, some, I had some honeycomb, some peanut butter Captain Crunch, and some cocoa puffs. I just had a little bit, but I was kind of in the mood. I said, I said, you know, my, I'm in the middle of this relationship transition. I thought I might need some Haagen-Dazs moments, so I didn't get the Haagen-Dazs. Instead, I got some cereal. She said, yeah, that's not necessary. Don't you have a weigh-in? And I said, yeah, th- I'm not sure. See, rationalizing, yeah, yeah, but I'm not, you know, I'm going through a breakup. You know, so not quite sure how I'm going to, you know, if this is the best time. She's like, uh-uh, sorry. Do you, do you, you want me to be your accountability partner? I said, oh, my God, that would be awesome. She said, are you sure? <laughs> David, she said. You're talking to mom now. That's a good one. She That's said, good. are you sure? And I was like, um, yes, I think you would be a fabulous. She said, well, let me tell you what I need. I need for you to weigh in every Friday. Any pictures of the food that you're going to be eating. I was like, I wasn't going to weigh in until I get in the show. She said, let me tell you what I need to be your accountability oh, partner. All right, Mom. I need for you to weigh in every Friday. I was like, okay. Uh, okay. 
And, and so anyway, I say that to say it was just nice not to be able to talk myself out of it. Right. Because yeah. that's what we do when, when you're used yeah. to systems are designed to maintain the status quo. These success yeah. roles are not here by accident. There you go. Dr. Ty- and I love the fact that you said, one, you asked her that that's that's willingness. You asked her or she, well, she asked you and you, uh, you, you, you complied. You said yes. OK. So with that, and did you hear what she said? Let me tell you what I need. This is what I need. I'm going to be your coach. Then this is what I need. Take a listen. Take a listen because that's a that's a note worth worth holding on to. Because when you're confronting individuals who have already determined that there there is an emotional, hear me now, an emotional investment in those old behaviors. Mm. Though we say we want it to be different, but I want to hold on to that emotion that I have of that old behavior. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it okay. both ways. You can't have it both ways. You, you cannot have, have it both ways. Let go and let God. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So on this show today, even though I've burned the boats before, <laughs> I've done some, <laughs> we've, we've, <laughs> we've burned some boats, if you don't know that reference to Cortez. I, I think it was Cortez. I, I burned some boats in the past, made some decisions that were definitive. But let me just say right now, what really makes this feel different is this concept of uh, that Marianne Williamson talks about. She's like, this is not about food. This is about love. This is about your relationship, a spiritual relationship. So what I'm super excited about is actually now being able to make a commitment. I will be leveraging this book and about six others. Um, Deepak has has a series that I purchased about three years ago. It was called, it's not about what you're eating, it's about what's eating you. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I have a whole bunch of, I have all the things, but I really wasn't ready. Now that I'm going to be a official, this is my paid job, is to be a coach, not in one area, but in all areas. That means I got to do this work as well. So know that I am exceptional when it comes to DNI. I can help you lovingly move to another area. I am exceptional when it comes to, many many areas of your life right it's much easier for someone to help others but now i'm going to put myself out there into the universe and say guess what this coach is saying she also is going to go on this journey knowing that it's not easy so let's pick a thing and then we're going to keep it moving uh did you want to introduce yourself now miss thing and tell us what do you know about a course in weight loss you said you've You've seen this book before, or you've read this book? I had. Well, I. Um, my name is Karen Smith Frazier. Um, I'm uh, director of operations in uh, AOE, uh, but also Africans on the East Side. Africans on the East Side, and uh, I uh, also live in Bellevue. A parent, um, nurse. Uh, I I picked up this book. Uh, I've always. Uh, I was a chubby kid. Uh, I always um, just had challenges with weight, mm-hmm. um, kind of know what to do to keep the weight off, but, You're uh, but just, it was, it's not a matter of knowing, it's a matter of making it a priority. And so I um, decided uh, last year to just, um, you know, start to eat differently and to work out a little more and uh, be around folks who kind of eat differently <laughs> and would encourage right. me to eat do differently and do the same. And what I found is that I found foods that I enjoy. I found, you know, I think ways to eat what I like 
but in a healthier way. So it wasn't about just getting rid of everything I love. Um, but it was a self-care. It was a commitment. Ooh. Again, it was that accountability piece. Um, you know, uh, if I'm, especially as a caregiver, if I'm taking care of other people and then I'm, you know, not taking care of myself, what, what message is that sending? And uh, I work in a middle school. So, I mean, th they will call you out. The kids will call you out. If you yeah. say, tell them one thing and then you do another. So it really just was more of an accountability piece, just like you were saying. I love it. I love it. So she just used a few terms, Dr. Tart. I got, I got about, I've only read about a thousand books, just a few. And they're all jumbled in my head in some kind of way. So part of the next series that I'm doing is I'm pulling out these key elements from various books. You don't have to read the whole thing. Yes. Or it'll give you right. a clue of what you might want to go and read even, even deeper. Mm -hmm. So this is one of my favorite books by one of my coaches, Debrina Jackson-Gandy. I'm going to show this book as well. It's called Sacred Pampering Principles. Right, by Debrina mm -hmm. Jackson Gandy. And what you just mm -hmm. say, what did you just say about the, um, you know, choices that we make? Uh, she said, you know, people, you, you mentioned the term self-care. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was just saying that a, a lot of times folks who do self, who, who are caregivers, leave self-care uh, behind. Mm -hmm. And that um, for me, it was account an accountability piece where I had to, if I'm telling others to take care of themselves, then I had to do the same. I love it. And so this book is called Sacred Pampering Principles. Once again, uh, it says, An African-American Woman's Guide to Self-Care and Inner Renewal by Debrina Jackson-Gandy. This line I love the most. She says, If you aren't in touch with what brings you joy and what rejuvenates your spirit, then there is little hope for being able to incorporate more of these experiences into your life. Hello? Mm -hmm. You gotta know what rejuvenates you. You have to know yeah. what excites you. I'm a plant. Yeah. I'm, I'm a proud plant mommy. Many people know that. Uh, so I do have quite a green thumb. I have beautiful lilies and things that grow. That definitely rejuvenates me. And so I mm -hmm. think it's gonna be relatively easy. And it's interesting because I, I um, she also goes on to say for people who like eat, for example, she doesn't mention that per se, but you know when you're when you're loving yourself, all these books talk about love, right? When you're loving mm -hmm. yourself and you're pouring into yourself. That work is priceless, right? It's it's, it's critical. It happens uh, to 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 ensure that you are going to be able to move to the next level. She said, but there are many ways we attempt to fill this void or to numb the pain, right? That we might be feeling. Sometimes the pain mm -hmm. of uh, or the longing. We may grasp at various things. We may uh, take drugs, overeat. We may manipulate others, get drunk, gossiping, judging, physical abuse. There's, you know, we do things, we do things, right, that are mm -hmm. less than optimal, mm -hmm. you know, when we're not in touch with our, our own inner truth. And the book mm -hmm. that I wrote, one of the last international bestseller, bestsellers that I contributed to was called Ignite Possibilities. And my story was called When the Truth Speaks to Your Heart, Anything is Possible. So when mm -hmm. the truth speaks to your heart. So this is about mm -hmm. getting true to yourself, loving yourself, mm -hmm. investing in self-care and making it a priority. So, mm -hmm. Dr. Tart, as we transition out of this particular segment, we put a lot of information out there. We'll come back next week with even more specifics. Okay. So we're going to ask our, our listeners and our viewers to go find something. You know, again, I'm an exceptional coach, but this coach is going to take it down to the bare minimum when it comes to mm -hmm. areas that I know I can do better in. One of them is weight loss. So I'm putting mm -hmm. it out there into the streets. I will be back on a regular basis and we will do work that actually changes lives, changes your life. 
And actually, let me tell you the difference between a coach and, a, and, and any other thing. A coach helps you to bring out the beauty in you. Dr. Tart, mm -hmm. what would you like to say uh, to help close this particular segment, Bigger Than Me Diversity? Because, again, I'm connecting this with the inclusion work that I do. Bigger Than Me Your mm -hmm. Destiny? Because we're saying it's the same thing. we got to believe yeah. that you can accomplish yeah. that goal. And Bigger Than Me Living Free. That's for me <laughs> who've been struggling and anyone else who has some physical thing that they're working on. These three segments really have came together today in a beautiful way to me. At least they came together in my head. Did it make sense to you? Dr. Turner. Yeah. Yes. Nathan, yes. Nathan's nodding his head too. So, what would you like to say as far as the the connect the connection of all these things? Mm -hmm. One of the things, one thing I'd like to say is that something that I think in on some one of your previous shows you uh, had a guest on, and she was talking about how the brain supports you one way or the other. I mean, it champions. It is your champion. Yeah. And uh, the reality is, all of those things that you were just talking about. We process them all through our brains. So what message is already there? And we have to be mindful of what that is and make that determination to look at our, our faith or whatever it is that we are believing in that keeps us in that place. And if we are now saying that I truly want to transform, I want to be transformed, then we're going to have to start with core issue. And that goes back to what we've said. Um, and even what um, uh, on, on the pampering principles that you were just mm -hmm. talking about by Mr. Um, uh, Gandhi, it's we, uh, it, it takes us to that place where we have to be, we have to be a, a aware, we have to be ready, we have to be sincere and transparent with ourselves. We have to be willing to do the introspection mm. and, um, and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So, so I believe in, as you know, I believe in vi visual aids. So sometimes, like you just said a moment ago, there are so many things that's going on in your brain right now because you have read so many books and you do want to do so many things and you know that you're really good in a, in a number of areas. So that can be overwhelming sometimes or can feel overwhelming. So this is the time to put it, to put pen to paper or take uh, pictures on a vision board or whatever it is so that you can stay focused and be deliberate um, and intentional. And just like you have your picture of uh, little Tracy, little first grade Tracy and giving her the love that she needs and those kinds of things, but being intentional, being aware, being mindful, being in the moment, not, not yesterday's moment or tomorrow's moment, but being present in today and calling it what it is and being there. And that's an awesome picture, child, so, uh, Tracy. Like I said, Girl, look at you. I, I so, was I was a size nine ten in a in a size seven eight, so you know I was working it. <laughs> I was working it. That was me as a college uh, a college uh, student uh, freshman. I think I was. I think I was okay. in the honors dorm, looking cute and super excited. So this beautiful lady here. Um, so this is the vision. This is the vision. Yes. Uh, my yes. beliefs are changing, and my okay. actions are changing as well. Yes. And I'm super excited about. This journey, this is Tracy Harrell, Bigger Than Me, Diversity, Bigger Than Me, Your Destiny, and Bigger Than Me, Living Free. And now we're actually going to Bigger Than Me with AOE. It's time to move east. This is Bigger Than Me with AOE. Hey. How you doing, Miss Adam? You look amazing. 
<laughs> I'm not feeling too hot. I do, I got the booster shot yesterday. Oh. Yay. Yay for, well, the yay for the booster, but not yay for you not feeling well. <laughs> so stay leaned in. You look amazing when you lean in. I love that. So what did you think about today's show? We're talking about, you know, accountability and people thinking, you know, differently. What, what were your thoughts as it relates to the work you guys are doing with AOE? Did anything spark your mind? I know that for sure the weight loss was is not part of the AOE what they look for, but a diversity piece was kind of interesting just to to listen in. And um, I didn't come in early to, okay, so to know whole, the whole topic, gotcha. okay. but the diversity piece, I think it's a great tool, but I don't know what yes. I feel about the struggle of weights and stuff like that. So, so, so here's how I can make the connection. So thank you for being so honest. I love that. So here's how we make the connection between the work that we're doing and the work that you talk about. When you talk about empowering people, when you talk about helping your community, we actually have to get people to think differently, to believe differently. The people that we want to help and the people that are part of the community, right? Like when you do your, um, your work with the unions, for example, like the, the work I'm talking about is to get people to act differently. They have to think differently. They have to believe differently. So, so when you talk about holding yourself accountable or holding others accountable, it's just there's this idea that we also have to hold ourselves accountable as well. So there is a connection to it all. Karen, what were your thoughts yeah, as you I thought think, about? I mean, I think a lot of times fear is what keeps us from making changes. And I think uh, the community that we're working with, we um, don't want them to be afraid to speak up. We don't want them to be afraid to speak their truth. And just like you know, all those workers who spoke up uh, at Cascade, I mean, they, they could risk losing their job. Uh, but they had to speak their truth. And so I think um, we want to advocate that, you know, advocate for, for them to, to be more, um, just to, just to, to, speak, to speak up, speak up to speak their, their voice. voice. Um, I think, the intention, when you talked about um, intentionality, um, I think uh, there's so many times that we can just go with the flow um, and not uh, uh, make, uh, you know, mess up, mess the boat. What do you call it? I can't even think of the word. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we need to, um, you know, just be intentional with how we say what we really want and not let fear keep us keep us from saying what saying what we want and i think that's what uh, aoe is trying to do is to, just to get more people to speak up for themselves but also stand with them you're talking about weight loss there are people who want to stand with you to help you do that and so there are people who uh may not be able to advocate for their student in school we want to stand with these people they don't understand what a what a iep is what a <clears throat> what a special education is. We want to stand with these people um, and let them know what their rights are. Um, and so I think, you know, as we journey, um, you know, we, we're going to be uh, bringing people along and elevating, helping them elevate their own gifts um, and to, to let them be full of themselves. I, I love think that's it. part of what AOE is trying to do. I love it. So, so, so this, this concept of saying any goal that you want to accomplish. Again, I have many, many goals. You're trying to change the world. You want people to see immigrants in a different way. You want your community 
You want the, the all of U.S. to basically understand and value immigrants in a new way. Am I correct? And so there's a community of people that you're bringing together to do that. There's also decisions that each individual is going to need to make to decide how invested do they want to be, right? How, how much of a commitment do they want to make to this to this particular journey? And the fact that you're leading it is awesome. Is there any particular um, um, story or any uh, additional work stream that you want to share at the moment regarding the work that you guys are doing with AOE? Well, um, like Karen was saying, and you are talking about immigrants, I think um, I'm not going to just say America as a whole, they take they think that immigrants are just here to um, go on Medicare, get money because they're refugees, but they, they don't know that immigrants are the most hardworking people that you can ever have to work for you. So um, AOE will want to lift that up to empower them so that their voices are not forgotten because there are some jobs here. If immigrants don't do it, nobody in the U.S. will do it. And I know that for a fact. But so that's where AOE will come in. We want to understand, people to understand that we have values, we have beliefs, and there are many things we are good at. So why do you always have to just self-check self us with a box and let us stand there? So um, it, like I said, and I said before, AOE is going to be something that's very different than anything else. Yesterday, I was in a community event with the government associations doing um, vaccine shots all day, people getting their vaccines. Um, Department of Health was there with us. It was beautiful. It was powerful. All people walk of life came there. I think we injected about 55 people and they, uh, most of them are immigrants, but some of them are people um, who are here, white people, everybody, they walk in and the warmth and the appreciation they get with us giving them food, valuing them, understanding them, that's powerful. So I think that's what the U.S. needs just to lean in and step back a little bit and mm -hmm. say, let me let these people in and see what they can, what can happen. Because everyone is talking about COVID vaccine, um, why people are not doing it. But we challenged and we understood why mm -hmm. they were not doing it. So but we have like 10, 15 kids that we vaccinated, excluding the 55 who got all their shots, I also their, their booster shots and stuff. So we, um, every time they talk about um, that, but they don't go to the piece of digging deep to see what is happening. And I work with the West African community and now I'm a meet, on a meeting with them, but I mute them to come on and then I'll go back. Mm -hmm. And we are working on how to sustain and give food and organize for these people to understand what's going on. I love it. So so between you and Adam and Karen, we got like a minute left. My question is, what would you say to someone who, you know, the new variant is in South Africa? A lot of people, only 10 percent of people in South Africa apparently are vaccinated. Is there anything you would say to people in South Africa or South African countries about why the vaccine is important? Is that something you you're you're doing now? You're understanding the yeah, why? Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. because um, the vaccine is yeah. important, but I don't know how they're gonna lead it in uh, in South Africa if they don't have the fundings or the vaccines available. But the vaccine is key and is very important. Mm. It helps a lot. Um, it might not. I'm not gonna sit here and be a scientist and say it might protect you from not getting COVID because some people get it, but it's it's much much better if you get the vaccine and just do it's what you need to do, alive. It, it's, and then it's people, people yeah, alive. 
Okay, People, perfect. Yeah, because we and right now, yesterday, Thank we you. found out some African Thank immigrants have died on COVID. So everybody is excited and ready to learn. I love so it. So that's all I have to tell to South Africa. Let's let's learn it out. Thank you so much, ladies. This is Tracy Harrell, Bigger Than Me. See you next week. Thanks.